0: would it be okay if i were to tell you that i am afraid someday so i call you up and you call me down would it be okay
1: well hello and welcome to season one episode five of the freed hearts podcast i'm robert Cottrell here as always with
0: susan cuttrell
1: you know i'm just gonna dive right into this here um <laughs> Even the most optimistic people this year has done a number on us. It seems as if every day something else is happening. Wildfires, floods, protests, politics, racial tension, and of course the deaths and suffering on so many levels from COVID. Our emotional and our mental health is fragile. We just can't seem to get our footing. Someone said that it feels like there are constant earthquakes and I just can't get stable footing and it keeps piling up. And I'll say here that I'm afraid. I feel a lot of fear.
0: Yeah, I do too.
1: Trouble sleeping sometimes, feeling overwhelmed. The present seems overwhelming and unbelievably painful and difficult for so, so many. Yes. And the future is uncertain. So we're, I'm scared about today. I'm scared about tomorrow.
0: It feels like every conversation with people we have seems to be about this.
1: Yeah. and About the you-
0: world burning.
1: We have dinner with some of our kids and, and friends who live in the same building here. And it seems like we, as much as we try to not talk about things like this, we just can't get them out of our mind. And again, I, it can feel overwhelming and it, I feel scared and I feel fragile. And so yes. we wanted to talk about this today, talk about fear. And so I want to talk a bit about how it's impacting us and what we can do and what happens at a time when we have more questions than we seem to have answers. So let's talk for a minute about the impact. And again, some of this stuff is going to be things we know, but certainly that I need to be reminded of that fear does impact us. It does sharpen our senses. It makes us more aware, but that sharpening also makes us more vulnerable to roller coaster and extreme emotions. And I've found that for myself, yeah, uh, you know, my rollercoaster of emotions in any given day or moment are just wild. Yes. Another impact that fear has is there is an increase in hormones, the fight or flight. And when we can't seem to fight or don't know how to fight or don't know who to fight or don't know how to fight effectively, that is unnerving and depressing. Another impact is that fear is it decreases our immune system which is a great time for that. Mm. The hormone released during fight or flight mode. And when we experience stress, weakens our immune system. Fear also causes us to have a loss of memory. Um, I'm sorry, what was I talking about? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I had to lighten it up somewhere. I was waiting for it. This this was heavy. (laughs) And I I found this really interesting is that it's, this impact on our memory uh, happens because we store the moments of this stress and this anxiety become more acute in high resolution. We store them in high resolution and they burn into our souls as thoughts. And we have them, they become more important than other thoughts that we have and and they haunt us. So imagine Which they do
0: because of self protection. They're to protect us in the future is the idea of that.
1: Yeah. And they may be perceived as red flags in our subconscious minds that make us feel a certain looming sense of dread, and this reactive fear-based thinking is really behind uh, PTSD, but that can lead to long-term memory formation problems. As we have these memories seared into our brain in super high resolution that have a lot of emotion, it throws things out of balance. and We have trouble in our long-term memory formation. So to keep the good news going, the uh, more impact is it can have damage to our heart. Being exposed to this kind of adrenaline, this kind of stress is can cause heart damage. So all of this impacts our mental health, our work, our relationships, our view of others, our view of ourselves. There are some days when I wake up and the first thought I have is, when do I get to go back to bed? Funny thing just happened, we actually paused the recording and are picking it back up now because there was a siren going right by us, which is just perfect timing. Um, (laughs) So maybe if, because we're on fear, if that happens again, we'll just let that go. Again, we feel... This makes us feel stuck and powerless, and it can be overwhelming. And let me say that if you're feeling this way, don't hesitate to reach out for help, to talk to someone about yes. this. There's a great organization called MendSeattle.com, which is a, just a great website of therapists and very LGBTQ-focused and in, uh, inclusive, and that's MendSeattle.com. Also, TrevorProject.org is another great resource.
0: Also, rain R-A-I-N-N, is mm-hmm. good.
1: That's awesome. That's really awesome. Like so we've talked about the impact that fear can have and certainly there all of us to one degree or another are feeling very afraid right now. So what can we do to help with this? And I heard this phrase, this is Webster's dictionary has this term as a word to watch, but it's doom scrolling. And I just, I love that. It's so descriptive, but we can stop doom scrolling. And the idea was that a very high percentage, an extremely high percentage of everything on the internet is bad news right now. So as a general rule, we can use with less news, less internet, don't engage on social media so much. Remember, debating with people who are committed to misunderstanding you can be toxic to you. So it always helps to take a digital break and step away from social media and this endless stream of news. I did this recently where... You know, you think, well, I just won't respond, but then you hear that ding, that notification and oh, my gosh, you just you can't help but pick up your phone to see what happened. Or you'll, you know, I'll pop on CNN or MSNBC in the morning and see the news breaking news at the bottom and and then I'll turn it off and I'll pop on, you know, 12 hours later. It's the same breaking news. They've been talking yes. about the same thing all day long. Oh. So we have, for ourselves, we kind of realize that if something major happens, if there's an emergency, we will hear about it. We don't need to check constantly. Yeah,
0: it's like taking a bath in toxin and sitting there in toxin. You would never do that. Yeah, But that's what it is. You're bathing your brain in toxins, which means you're bathing your whole body in toxins because that's where you get your orders from the brain.
1: That's good. And we end up, especially now with everything going on that's so divisive, we end up debating with people who are family members, who are friends. But again, debating with people who are committed to misunderstanding you can be Toxic. So don't doom scroll, take a a digital break anytime you need to. Another thing that we can do and we should do is recognize that we're afraid. Sometimes that feels like a weakness. It's not a weakness. So just to recognize that, that we're afraid and know that it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. It's not a weakness. We can also understand that fear can be an opportunity. I think we've seen that with a lot of the reaction to the, the horrible things that have happened out there. But fear can be an opportunity to get involved, to take action, to stand up, to speak up. And it does help to take action, even something making a phone call to your representative, your congressman or senator, or writing a letter or joining a march or a protest or reaching out to someone. Small things can have a huge difference. So getting involved, taking action can really help with the fear.
0: Yes, it helps remove the helplessness because the whole thing about all these things you've said are that you feel helpless the world is burning and we feel helpless to stop it and so taking action empowers us to feel like okay i can do something
1: yeah, yeah. and along that same lines too don't go through it alone talk to somebody get involved again there are it could be someone that you're close to keep those affirming people around you but don't go through it. Don't deal with these emotions alone. One thing that's really important in this is to care for your body and your mind. Susan, the analogy of taking a bath and toxins is a great thing. Yeah. To do some direct things to care for your body and mind. Breathe in the moment. I found that just taking that time when I'm just feeling either angry by something that I've read or heard or overwhelmed or or I want to respond back to someone in a way that's not going to produce a good response or that I just feel that roller coaster moment to breathe, just to breathe in four or five, six times, breathe out. You know, that kind of thing really helps. Things like Qigong and journaling and yeah. activities, meditation, EFT, which is tapping, yoga.
0: Yeah. You know, this past year, just over a year, mm-hmm. I went through a health crisis, as many of you may know, I had a little bit of breast cancer in my left breast, and I had to have my breast removed, and then my ovaries removed for prevention of that, and then I had some heart palpitation, so I had to have some stuff happen with that. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I've been like the Energizer Bunny my entire life, and to have this was really like suddenly a, a huge change for me, and I knew that I needed to do whatever I needed to do to care for myself so that I would overcome it and not invite recurrence either. I needed to change some things. So I I did a lot of Qigong, journaling. I filled three journals, meditation. I'm listening to so many different, you know, meditation things. There's just a lot that you can do, yoga, to help yourself. And I've been doing all those things. And this time has just been like an extended version of that with all with the world thing. It's like everybody in the world now is having the same kind of moment, this kind of crisis. So press into it and take care of yourself, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself.
1: Yeah, and that's not defined by anybody else but you. Right. I've been so impressed by watching you and being with Mm -hmm. you through the journey, which, again, that started, the cancer journey started about eight months before – covid
0: i first found it in june a year ago yeah Yeah.
1: yeah. so eight nine months of that dealing with that and then to go right from that into covid and like we said at the beginning so many other things going on with wildfires and politics and the racial issues and all of that but in the midst of that you really pressed into listening allowing spirit god however you define that Lead you and really you've been so open and that's and that's I think the key here is there's not one answer one thing in this caring for your body and mind right that works for everybody
0: and my deepest knowing to get in touch with my deepest knowing on things because we all know a lot more than we think we do and to let that emerge that's right it's been an incredible journey that I wouldn't trade for anything yes yeah
1: and Along with that, caring for your body and mind, there are things that I think another thing you can do is, is escape. Our <laughs> um, uh, Annie's life partner, they will do runs and, and you know they'll go out and run and, and they often go over to the lake and sit and, and things like that. And, and there are things you can do, activities, family time, binge a new show, oh my God. Gosh, I've discovered the Americans. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's awesome. We've we have binged some things, and it,
0: you're watching that one alone. That is not my type. Uh, I'm not doing it.
1: Absolutely my right. style. Love that show. But walk.
0: I'm watching comedians. A ton of comedians. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're watching something. Oh, I am also watching Star Trek Voyager, which is awesome. It's old classic, and I love it.
1: Well, what I realized is that. On that, I had no idea it was like seven or eight seasons. Each season has twenty. 20- <laughs> 6 episodes, yes. like 140, I don't know, 140, 150 episodes. It'll
0: keep you going for a very yeah. long time.
1: Yes. Not I do
0: that, it while I cook dinner usually.
1: Not that we wouldn't trade the rest of the seasons for ending this. But, <laughs> but um, you know, and 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 walk, take walks and read and, and cook and play games and listen to your favorite podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and don't and, think you're overindulging yourself. Don't oh, feel no. guilty. guilt Even when I went through this cancer thing. I really had to take a long time. <laughs> I took a long time to to stop feeling guilty about downtime, but for heaven's sake, we need this downtime. Yeah, it's well, for self-preservation.
1: As this lockdown started, there was that thing like, you know, if, if you don't learn a language during this, it's not that you don't have the time, but you don't have the discipline, well, right. you know. Please. Right. You know, enough of that. So what these are these are suggestions. These are not the answers. You know the answers for right. you and and they can be binging and watching television and taking care of yourself and your mind and body, however that works for you. One thing that you do a lot of is art. Oh my, oh my gosh.
0: gosh. I've discovered art in such a deeper way than ever before. I love every second of it. I just go for it. Yeah. I paint. I have acrylics. I get old canvases from thrift stores and paint over them. <laughs> and uh, and now I've got a book well it's I not just add.
1: art for art's sake. A lot of this has been almost like if you think of journaling, mm-hmm. you've been going through this and mm-hmm. a, a, a big spiritual journey for you big spiritual has journey. been through your art. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But so again, the idea there is to is to find things to escape. And again, one more reminder, listen to your favorite podcast.
0: <laughs> Don't forget
1: to follow and subscribe on your favorite platform to Free Tarts. Okay. Another thing <laughs> that you can do here is, and this is true for all of us at all times, is be grateful. And I know that that seems so simple that sometimes even talking about it can upset people, but increasing our gratitude is always a good thing
0: to It do. changes your molecular structure. It changes your brain, which changes your body to be grateful. Excuse me, I'm just kind of tossing no, in my No, please. I, but it changes you to be grateful. I mean, there's studies even saying thank you. What was it the Native Americans who would say thank you to the animal who gave their life for the food they're about to eat? It does something physically measurable, positive for your body.
1: And I think another thing, too, is that gratitude helps us stay present. I was talking with someone last night about who was struggling with some things and then we were t- also talking about the amazing things in their life. They were able to get married to her wife and legally and 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 they made a move out here to Seattle and got jobs and just amazing things to be grateful for. And I find that when I'm grateful, it helps me stay present in the moment. And that's for me, one of the things that I want to focus on here is being present.
0: None of this is to minimize the real problems people are facing. You may have trouble paying your rent right now. You may have trouble, you may be living alone right now in lockdown. And so there's some real cost to people during this. But gratitude, if you're breathing, you have things to be grateful for, and that will increase your resilience and your life. Yeah.
1: And I know we sit here and say that from a privileged perspective. We acknowledge that. Yes. And again- We're safe. Yeah, we're safe.
0: We paid our rent.
1: Yeah, we don't want to... I know there are people out there suffering with lost jobs and bills and and sickness and health and lost loved ones and all kinds of things. And we never, ever want to minimize that in, in any way. We know that all of this makes us afraid. And I don't want to minimize anybody's fear in this. We're just trying to do some things to help here, give you some things to help. But to me, being grateful for whatever I can be grateful for helps me stay present. And that's a key for me is to be focused on the right now, right now in this moment, being present. And meditation is great for this. You could really use meditation to bring yourself back to being in this moment. Find the joy in today. What ifs? I don't like what ifs. What ifs to me can only produce a sense of absolute panic. We need to understand what's real. We'll talk more about that in a second. But what's real, But there's so many, oh my gosh, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And what if that happens? And we have no answers to any of that. And it can produce an absolute panic, number one. And then number two, it robs us of this moment. It robs us of the joy of this moment right here, right now. So Susan, you you uh, one of the videos that you have on our YouTube channel, which if you just search YouTube for Freed Hearts, you can find it. You talk about how to help with fear, how to separate fear from reality. Do you have any thoughts about that? I've talked a lot.
0: Well, your brain's job is to make true what you tell it. So when you say, oh, I'm so worried about so-and-so, your brain says, hey, we're worried here. Uh, yeah, I thought we were doing okay, but she says we're worried, so... Let's make that happen. And it makes true what you're telling it. And so you have to choose carefully. You get to choose carefully what it is you're going to think about and watch your thoughts. That is the key to all of this. As we said with the, my cancer journey, health journey, uh, it was an opportunity to kind of detox my brain of stuff that was not helpful and stuff that was damaging to me, actually. And so I had to turn into what I was thinking and choose my thoughts. And that's been very powerful for me. And when you get thoughts that come to you, things you may scroll when you're doom scrolling and you don't mean to be, but there you are, is stuff that just doesn't even have any reality to it. Always check things through Snopes. Always check and see if there's truth to it. And only do what sparks you to helpful action. If there's no action to it, then it doesn't help to be scrolling about it and thinking about it. So jettison it actively out of your brain.
1: Yeah. If it moves us to just be afraid, then it's probably one of those what ifs, or it's the fake news that's out there, or it's the manipulative things that are being done on social media. If it moves us to action then not only does that reduce the fear, but it helps us feel empowered.
0: Yes, yes, it does. When you talk about being present, I remember a video, I cannot find it again, but it was of a tiny girl. The dad was teaching about breathing and breathing for calmness. And he showed a video he had made where his girl was having a little meltdown. She was like two or something. And he picked her up and he held her and he said, breathe, breathe. And she just, that was her cue, you know, and she started breathing. And within seconds, she was completely calm. Now, if you've been around children or if you're a parent, you know that is some accomplishment. But that's the power of our breath, which is inherently calming when we focus on it. Mm -hmm. So when you talked about that our memories that are of disaster or bad things that happen, we store in high resolution, what you can do actively is remember good memories and think of those and purposely burn them in high resolution for yourself. When somebody gives me a good comment, I repeat that to myself Mm. because it helps me. It empowers me. So purposely go to the good things
1: relive those those. replay those feel those emotions that were good and were joyful make those as intense of a thought and a memory and burn those in high resolution
0: yes because the our survival will naturally try to relive the negative ones for our future protection but it's too much so relive the good ones burn them in there
1: yeah you know one of the things that's that's really good that's a gift. You know, one of the things that I think of too is that our body doesn't know the difference. And again, I just don't like, I don't, I just have this thing about what ifs when the, oh my gosh, what if they do this or he does that or this happens and. and well,
0: the vast majority of what you anticipate, the doom never even happens.
1: Yeah. That's the old thing. Like 90% of what you're afraid of never ends up happening. Right. But we pay the price because as if it happened as if it happened that's what i was about to say that excuse me no 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 um and that's that i'm not sure our body knows the difference if we're standing in one place and something is happening to us and we're experiencing that emotion of this bad thing happening to us our body is going to react yes if we're standing in that same place and we are playing out the what ifs if we're living the what ifs I think our body thinks, oh my gosh, this is happening. Yes, it does. And it reacts in the exact same way. It does. So we certainly hope that this has been a help to you in some way. But I think that I'd like to remind myself and you that whatever you're going through is okay. It's okay. It's understandable and it's okay. So don't beat yourself up over what you're feeling or your emotions or how you're handling things. Or that
0: you didn't work out your body or you didn't learn a new language or any of that
1: yeah right and hopefully some of these things about engaging less on social media and the things you can do to care for your body and mind and the gratitude and being present and separating the what ifs from what's real and, and we'll give you some help and just remember that whatever fears we face it's so important listen to yourself do what's right for you live authentically be present in grateful for this moment that we have so we hope this has helped we are going to take a one week break because this next episode would be the morning after the election so we're going to take a break and give us time to kind of process that and we would like to remind you to vote
0: yes vote the entire ballot make your voices as vocal as possible Vote on everything.
1: Up and down the ballot, please. And we will be back with a new episode on November the 14th. Until then, we'd like to remind you, above all else, love. You are worthy. You matter. You belong.
0: Go love and be loved, including yourself.
1: Yeah. We'll see you next time.
0: Bye. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid? Someday, so I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay?
1: You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner, And you can find out more about her at heystcenter.com. Please share this, subscribe, and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.